This episode of A Little Juju Podcast is sponsored by Wakanda Dream Lab. What if a new story of gender prevailed and the pain of ancestors lost to gender-based violence was healed? This anthology's got the answers. This summer, Wakanda Dream Lab teamed up with Resonance Network and invited Afro-Diasporic and Indigenous creative writers, artists, and freedom fighters to dream up a world that is free of gender-based violence with Wakanda as the framework. So check out our Black Freedom Beyond Borders Reimagining Gender in Wakanda anthology. It's packed with original post-liberation Afrofuturism short stories, poems, songs, and art pieces. The anthology is available for free digital download by visiting the Wakanda Dream Lab or Resonance Network website. You can also find them on Instagram at Wakanda Dream Lab and at Feel Resonance, F-E-E-L Resonance. I will have all of this information in the show notes for y'all to check out. Now let's get into the show. All you need is a little juju. All you need is a little juju. All you need is a little juju. All you need is, all you need. All you need is a little juju. All you need is a little juju. All you need is a little juju, a little juju, a little juju. A little juju is the way. It's how I start my day. Can't firm no say. And I'll never get played. I'll take your photo to the grave. But that ain't even my thing. I just stay at the crossroads, pray. I just pour a little honey from my face to make them stay. Cause I hate when pay leaves, but I manifest a little with my bay leaves. I'm my ancestors, baby. So I give them everything that they gave me. Yeah, so I can't be stopped. Manifested everything, gives me props. I'm spiritually rounded while I'm on the Welcome to A Little Juju Podcast, the podcast all about black-ass spirituality, honoring the ancestors, honoring ourselves, and decolonizing our spiritual practices. I'm your host, Juju. I am a champion for African traditional religion. I am a hoodoo practitioner. I'm also an Orisha devotee and a medium. And y'all, I am just so excited today because this is our one-year episode, y'all. This is actually (laughs) i'm recording this on a thursday i'm going to put it out today november 7th and november 7th was a day last year that i put out the first podcast ancestors first period so actually if you have not listened to that episode it's interesting that's my first episode and a lot of people um that's their favorite one of their favorites so check that episode out i'm so happy that you've joined if you are new and you came on the celebration day Um, I just am overjoyed and really reflective. I'm feeling really reflective, like to record today, like on (laughs) little Juju's birthday. We love a little Scorpio baby. And I just, uh, I'm going to be brief because I actually went live last night on YouTube. So for those who might not be familiar with live, I just, I, I did a video so people could actually tune in and comment in real time and we had a full show so if you're interested in checking out the live show it is still on my youtube i will have my youtube channel in the show notes go over there and subscribe because i'm really wanting to do more video content i think <sighs> i've been resistant to it but i know that it's important so i do plan on doing some more video content and you can check out the live show on on youtube we had a good time we was i was drinking wine 
I was doing a little bit of readings. We were talking about just some stuff going on in the community and spirituality stuff. And people were commenting and adding. I mean, it was such a communal feeling. It really felt like a birthday party. Someone said that on Instagram. They're like, it really felt like I was at a party with people. and We were just talking because y'all, I was on live for three hours, not on YouTube, but uh, I went on Instagram after I was just, <laughs> it was a good time. It was a good celebration. So if you were able to check that out, I appreciate y'all coming into the live. We had about 140 people there. Just, we were talking and kicking and, and learning and studying and reading cards and it was great. It was great. So I'm going to want to do more content. So again, hop on over to YouTube. I'll have it in the show notes and subscribe to my channel. I'll uh, try to put some more episodes, uh, video episodes and video content out for y'all. Cause I know, I know that you all want that. <laughs> and my ancestors are pushing me to it too. So I'm not going to be long. I'm actually just going to upload the audio. Cause when I was recording the video last night for the one year celebration of a little juju podcast, I also was just recording the, the you know, my voice so that I could put it here um, for people who just still just want to listen or just have an episode. I wanted to document it on the, the podcast as well. So, um, sit back, relax. You can listen if you'd rather watch, you know, after I'm done talking here, before I drop that part, the live part, go on over to YouTube and, and watch and, and kiki with us <laughs> in the past. All you need is a little juju. I also want to shout out the Hood Botanica because I skipped my last episode in October and she was a sponsor for that episode. So I'm going to shout her out now. I shouted her out on the show, um, but I, I do want to uphold that and, and 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 shout her out here. Also, we just love the Hood Botanica over here. So um, the Hood Botanica is a platform where we have products, courses, and hold live stream discussions that are dedicated to discussing spirituality from an Afrocentric perspective. So follow us on Instagram at the Hood Botanica and join our live our live stream discussions at 5 p.m. PST and grab one of our free courses at thehoodbotanica.com. Go on over, follow the Hood Botanica. She does a lot of live video streaming content. She talks a lot about what we talk about on the podcast and uh, we, we love her. We stand so brilliant, such a brilliant person. Can't wait to have her on the show. So go on and follow her if you haven't. So I have another announcement in honor of a little Juju podcast turning one years old. Scorpio baby. I'm a mom. Um, I'm a one-year-old. <laughs> I have brought back the Make Conjure Black Again hats. And this was after a lot of thought and a lot of begging because people really have wanted me to bring this hat back. And I just felt resistant to it. I felt like it had a time. It had a place. You know, I, I the cats came out maybe a year, two years ago. I don't even remember maybe two years actually. And they sold out and I was like, well, that was a good run. That was cute. And people were like, we want a hat sis. <laughs> what, what's going on? So I decided since it's, since it's the one year anniversary, it'll be a good time to bring the hats back. So they're here. I, they will be around for a limited time only. I'm stopping sales on December 1st. <laughs> December 1st will be the last day that you can order a hat I make Conjure Black Again hat. They're going to be red, white, and black. And because they came back for the birthday, if you put in the code Happy B Day, H A P P Y B D A Y, you will get 10% off of your order. So order a hat. Y'all been asking. I have provided. Order a hat. Limited time only. It's back for the birthday celebration because my baby is a year old. 
uh, put in the code Happy Beta, get your 10% off, and pre-orders are, are starting now. So I just wanted to say that here. Because we are at our year mark, <sighs> I feel emotional again. Okay. Breathe. All right. So um, I'm asking for donations as I do in every episode. If you are wanting to come through on the year mark and come through with a year donation to say thank you to a little juju podcast. Thank you to me. I like I always say podcasting ain't free. It is time. It is labor. It is ashe. <laughs> and it is money. <laughs> so you can donate. There's multiple ways to donate to the show. There's monetary ways and non-monetary ways. I'm going to talk about the monetary way first. So a monetary way to uh, donate to the show and join the Juju community is through Patreon. Patreon.com slash Jujube. And there, I ask for a donation of $3 a month. You can do $3 more or less, but I just ask for $3 a month. That is $36 a year. Uh, the first of the month it leaves out of your account and it supports me it supports the work it supports the show and i have a lot of patrons since the last show so i want to make sure that i shout y'all out right now okay so big 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 shout out to my patrons shout out to sarah marie cross thank you so much for being a pay a patron Paige reynolds thank you Paige. danielle eden imani sims uh, Kareen Karine, thank you. I'm sorry if I did not pronounce that right. Destiny Esper, thank you. Amber, Duchess Howlett, Lauren Crimes, Donovan Evans, Deanna, Deanna, Sandy Dersois, Kenya Mack, Deshara Shugs, Joe, thank y'all so, so much. Zia became a patron. Thank you, Zia Noel. Love Spell 808, thank you. I would like to shout out Tia Josephine, Sierra Morgan, Andrea, um, Phoenicia Smith, thank you, Denise B, uh, Casey Kwanza, thank you so much, Casey, uh, Shay H, Portia Jackson, Adina Page, thank you, Adina Hay, Deja Miller, um, Oh, I'm like repeating people. I'm so excited. Anna Monet, <laughs> Flanzala, thank you. Renderly became a patron, thank you. Libra Fatal became a patron, thank you. Yaya, London Moldro, Levon Piku, hey, thank you for becoming a patron. Nia Hunter, Ali McCormick, Dana John, Diamond Bivens, thank you. I'm at Diamond in Atlanta. A Toy's Fates, Madison Aubrey. Oh, I think I got everybody. Yes. Thank y'all so much. I feel like I said some of y'all's names twice because I'm going through this list and it was some doubles here. I just want to say I appreciate you. Y'all know I don't play about the money. I know I don't play about my bag. Sharing the energy of money with me is, so, I don't take that lightly. So I'm sharing the energy of money right back to you to say thank you. I'm wishing you well. I'm wishing you abundance in the same ways that you have shared it with me and as you have shared it with me. And as you share it with me, I'm sharing it right back tenfold. So may you be able to have the money and the coin and the resources to be able to do what you want to do in your life and to move forward in your goals. So thank you, thank you, thank you from my mouth to spirit's ears. Get y'all's bag. I also want to shout out folks who hit me up on the Cash App. I'm sharing that same energy with you. If you've hit me up on the PayPal at thejujubay at gmail.com, if you want to hit me with a donation there, 
Some folks have. Not many people use the PayPal, but thank you to those who have. I appreciate everyone who shares the energy of money with me. It is, I don't take it lightly ever and at all. So thank you, thank you, thank you. So those are the monetary ways to support the show. If you have a, and want to support in a non-monetary way, that is through rating the show on Apple Podcasts or whatever platform you're listening. Subscribe to the show, five-starring it, liking it on SoundCloud, leaving comments, posting about when you're watching, hashtagging ALJPod or adding a Little Juju Podcast, hashtagging a Little Juju Podcast, letting people know about the show. All of the wonderful things that y'all do so much of already, make a post about it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate it. That also helps get the juju gospel out. So thank you for helping spread the juju gospel. Love and appreciate y'all. So, so. All you need is a little juju. Okay, my dears. Well, I'm going to drop the live show. I just want to say thank you. I couldn't have imagined that this podcast in just a year would be what it is. I couldn't have imagined the impacts that it has had for me, for my mental health, for my connection to my ancestors, and also to my community, for y'all, the ways that y'all reach out and say this podcast changed my life. You know, this podcast, I felt always called to something I didn't know what it was and this podcast answered that. I've been praying for a podcast like this. I hear that so many times. It's like I never knew that it could be all of what it is. And I definitely don't take that lightly. I see the impact of something that I'm creating and doing and I just hope to continue to be a vessel for my ancestors and for the spirits that want us free, the spirits that want us to heal, I want to continue to help you and I ask that you continue to help me and we work together as a team and community to heal each other and get out of some of this mess <laughs> that we're in. You know, to have the lives that we came here to live and we're deserving of goodness, y'all. We're actually deserving to be happy. We deserve to rest. We deserve to take care of ourselves. We Life shouldn't actually be hard. I don't believe in that. I don't think that we came here. It doesn't mean that we don't work. I think that we have to work. I don't mean just, you know, going to a job. I mean, work for things that we want and desire. But I don't think that we should have to live in an environment in a place that stresses us out so much. We didn't come here to, to be stressed like that. I don't think so. I didn't. Shit. <laughs> and so I want to continue to unpack that. I want to continue to talk about the traditions and systems that will help us be able to live a better life and get the things that we deserve and the resources that we need and to care for the land and to care for each other. I want to continue to be a, a channel and a medium for that work. And I, I, I deeply appreciate y'all who have taken the journey with me and are learning alongside me and for trusting me. Thank you for trusting me. Thank you so much for trusting me. And thank my ancestors for trusting me and thank your ancestors for bringing you here to trust me. <laughs> Go on and thank them. I, I love y'all. I appreciate you so much. And um, check out this this show or go on over to YouTube and 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 have a see. Thank y'all so much. I appreciate you. Remember, all you need is a little juju. <laughs> Bye, y'all. Hold on. I'm so happy y'all came. I'm so happy to be here. I'm like so excited. Thank you. It's so good to see y'all. I'm gonna try to like look over every so often to just say what's up. Um, 
Oh, one year, Jasmine, we upgrading to YouTube? Oh, is that, is that the case? Yes, it's Juju Charm, though. Thank y'all for coming. I appreciate y'all so much. Actually, before I got on the live, I was like, I think I'm about to cry. In true, um, in true cancer, in true cancer stellium fashion. I was about to cry because I'm like, yo, I ain't going to start. I'm going to probably cry later. Anyway, thank y'all for coming. Welcome to A Little Juju Podcast. This is the podcast all about black-ass spirituality, honoring the ancestors, honoring ourselves um, on our path to freedom. This podcast is about decolonizing our spiritual practices. This podcast is black as hell. I say it every, I say it every, bi-weekly, this podcast is black as hell. I'm talking about black shit. I'm talking about blackness. And I'm talking about our black spiritual practices. So if you are here, you probably know this already. Um... See, I'm not going to be able to look over at this because they were talking about giving very much makeup artists, very much YouTube. <laughs> I tried to be a YouTube girl. Look, trying to be a YouTube girl. I'm burning my uh my incense. Can y'all see the incense? I'm trying to be a YouTube girl. But yes. Oh, let me record too because actually this episode is going to be uploaded to the podcast. So, I mean, people can come back and look at this video. Uh, but then you can also go on the regular platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever, and you'll be able to listen to this episode again. So that'll be really cool. Um, so the format of this episode is pretty much going to be like how it is on the podcast, except I will be looking over and like talking to y'all and saying some, you know, some things. Uh, and yeah, so we're going to talk. We're going to do Juju for the culture. We're going to do uh, Juju uh, Heal Yourself. Um, and we're just going to talk, you know, when it's time to like just when I kind of do a free-for-all or just kind of talk about some topics. Maybe I'll talk to y'all a little bit. I'll talk a little bit about my journey and the podcast, how it came uh, out. And, you know, we're just going to talk. And then maybe, you know, I got a whole, y'all, I have a whole bottle of wine right here that I'm looking at that I'm not going to touch yet. And then I have a whole box of wine. So it's, it's serious. So, you know, when I get there, we might start doing some readings. I got my div divination stuff. So who knows? But I'm just open and we're just going to have a show. Um, so the first thing that I want to do is actually we have some sponsors and I know one of my boo, uh, the Hood Botanica is watching and one of the sponsors of this episode, she actually sponsored October, but because I didn't do, uh, I skipped a day in October, uh, she is a sponsor now. So I'm going to read actually, um, who the Hood Botanica is and, um, thank her. And then also just plug her work for a minute. So the Hood Botanica is a platform where we have products, courses, and hold live stream discussions dedicated to discussing spirituality spirituality from an Afrocentric perspective. So y'all follow the Hood Botanica on Instagram and join uh, her live stream. She be live streaming all the time and has discussions at 5 p.m. Uh, Pacific Standard Time and grab one of her free courses at thehoodbotanica.com. I love, I absolutely love the Hood Botanica. Um, she, a lot of times people that are asking me questions and stuff, the Hood Botanica is talking about a lot of these topics regularly in her lives on Instagram. So I would definitely, and I, I want to plug her now and just say like, follow her because <laughs> she is having the conversations regularly like on a schedule and we stand a scheduled we stand a scheduled queen so yes we love the hood botanica over here um in juju land and then i have another sponsor so this is a new sponsor actually for uh, november and the sponsor is wakanda dream lab and i'm really excited that they um reached out to me to do some sponsorships 
So what kind of dream lab? So what if a new story of gender prevailed and the pain of ancestors lost to gender-based violence was healed? So this is about healing work. And this anthology that Wakanda Dream Lab um, created has got the answers. So this summer, Wakanda Dream Lab teamed up with Renaissance Network and invited uh, Afro, diasporic, and indigenous creative writers, artists, freedom fighters to dream up a free world of gender-based violence with Wakanda as the framework. So I love that. So check out Black Freedom Beyond Borders, Reimagining Gender in Wakanda Anthology. And it's packed with original post-liberation Afrofuturism, short stories, poems, songs, art pieces, and the anthology is free. It's a free anthology. So you can visit Wakanda Dream Lab or Resonance Network website. Um, You can also follow them on Instagram. The Instagram is at Wakanda Dream Lab and at feel resonance so i will post all of that i guess in the show notes i don't even know if i can do show notes on (laughs) on on youtube but i will figure all of that out but basically if you didn't understand what kind of dream lab is just they got a whole bunch of artists together to think about and dream about the world that we want to live in and this podcast is about liberation this podcast is about our freedom and this podcast is about afrofuturism so what will black people look like in the future what will we be doing in the future you know what how do we want to exist in the future and so this anthology kind of created and brought people together to kind of imagine that and that work is extremely important and it is extremely relevant um, because we don't want to continue how we are now I mean the shit around we know we see the things that are happening around us now so shout out to um what kind of dream lab shout out to the hood botanica and let's keep it going all you need is a little juju hey y'all I'm just looking all over y'all are so wonderful the next thing that I want to talk about today is, as you can see, I have the hat on. I have the hat. And, you know, personally, I was not actually. Okay, so I put this hat out maybe two years ago. And it was before I had the podcast. It was before everything. This is kind of one of the first things that I did when I felt called to do something about Conjure something about hoodoo some I was just like I don't know and I can't remember if this hat came to me in a dream or a daydream but it was just like when all of the Trump stuff was just wild and I people were stressing it and I was really really like doing a lot of research around hoodoo and its importance and so I made this hat make conjure black again and as a statement piece, really. Um, and I'm an aesthetic girl, so you know, <laughs> but really as a statement piece and also to just walk around so that people knew like, this is, this is actually the tea. Like F all that other stuff that y'all wearing. Like this is about conjuring. This is about hoodoo. And especially what I talk about with these marketeers, which are people who have tried to use hoodoo, take hoodoo, claim it as their own, claim that hoodoo is a free for all and anybody can join hoodoo it's not a real religion it's just folklore it's just all that foolishness and lies i'm like no 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 first of all this is a black ass tradition this is a black ass religion and here it is so all of that to say the hats are back the hats are back the hats are back you can order a hat um on itsjujubay.com. Now, the thing about it is, I'm not keeping these hats up for a long time. You can order from today until December 1st. So today until December 1st, you can order a Make Conjure Black Again hat. I also have a white one. Let me grab it because I meant to bring it over here. So here's the white hat. They're going to be in white, red, and black. 
So, and with the code, happy B-Day, because I'm bringing it back for for, for the Juju birthday. Um, with the code, happy B-Day, you can get 10% off. So, make Conjure Black again in the back. Juju Bay, make Conjure Black again. Black, red, white. You can find it on the website, so it's back. So many people were like, please bring the hats back. And I was like, no. Then I'm like, okay. My ancestors was like, girl, if you don't bring them damn hats back, just do it for a little bit. So that's my announcement. Remember the code is happy B-Day. Happy B-Day. Happy B-Day for 10% off. Red, black, and white. Make Conjure Black again. Make your statement. We out here, y'all. People got to know. People got to know. Like, this ain't a game. Y'all think it's, no. This is a, this is black. <laughs> this is black shit. And I want that to be a part of our, I want us to also have like a look and an aesthetic and a, a statement. And so Hoodoo is about a statement. So we're going to be out here gang, gang, gang and like make Conjure Black again with that. <laughs> so that is that announcement. So that was my little surprise for y'all since people have been begging for these hats. Um, let me just check the comments. Hey, y'all. Hey, hey, hey. David, oh, I don't know about the Hoodoo Matters shirts. I have a few left. You can see if your size is left. I do still sell Hoodoo Matters, but it's not that many. Um, So you can see. Yes, black as fuck religion, period. Oh, all my wonderful uh, bays are here. Aw. I thought about creating shirts sometimes, but I just, I don't know. But yeah, we're going to be out here mobbing. Mobbing. All right. So let's transition into heal yourself. Let me look at my notes because I'm a notes girl. Um, okay, so this is a question that I get a lot, 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 lot. And, oh, if you don't know, heal yourself. Heal yourself is the part of the show where I talk about juju-related tips and tricks to help uh, us heal. Uh, so today in heal yourself, I want to talk about anxiety versus our convictions and actually someone sent a message to me and I wish I wrote down who sent me this question on um in an email in a letter but she was like you were talking about the ancestors and how they communicate with you and our intuition and in our convictions so our convictions the things that we feel drawn to the things that we feel call us the things that we feel like hmm, I feel pulled to this particular thing I don't know why those are our convictions. Um, and so she was like, I feel like I have convictions, but sometimes I feel like it's my anxiety and I don't know how to tell which one is my ancestors and my intuition and which one is my anxiety, which one are just my own thoughts, which one is my projections. And I actually get asked that question a lot. And it's actually been really hard for me to answer. It's always hard for me to say um, what how to tell the difference because I suffer from anxiety terribly, <laughs> really, really bad anxiety. Um, and so I've had to figure out how I differentiate what is my ancestors and what is my anxiety. And so I will, I want to talk about how we can do that and some tips to be able to decide like, what, what is this? So, um, I was actually came across this on Instagram and it's this celebrity medium. His name is um, Tyler Henry. And he's, he, child, I ain't even here to say if the man got juju or not, if he a real psychic, I don't know. 
but he's a celebrity psychic, so he be reading like the Kardashians, and he has his own show. I think it's called Celebrity Medium or something like that. Um. Anyway, somebody had posted him on Instagram, and he actually answered the question. And I'm gonna give the white boy props. It was a really like succinct and concise way, I think, to talk about it. And I'm gonna add some things, but. I'm, I am pulling a little bit from what he said. So it was wonderful. Hi, hi, y'all. I see some people coming in and saying, hey. Um, so yeah, how do you tell between your convictions and your intuition and your ancestors and your anxiety? So I think one of the first things is that anxiety feels stressful at least this is my this is from my point of view anxiety feels stressful anxiety feels like it's consistently like ruminating on an idea and it is associated with a feeling and often that feeling is not good often you feel that feeling in your stomach often you feel that feeling in your chest it feels like tight it feels uncomfortable you know anxiety is not a comfortable feeling it's uncomfortable and so um it that that uncomfort isn't going to come from your intuition that uncomfort isn't going to come from your ancestors and I think that little moment of like, ooh, but I feel this, this doesn't make me feel good. This is something that I keep thinking about over and over in my head and I'm worried about it. Maybe I start sweating and things like that. That's not your intuition. That's not your ancestors. Your intuition is just a knowing and it's not necessarily associated with a feeling. It is just a knowing. Like, I know I shouldn't go to that party tonight. I don't know. I just know I shouldn't go and I don't know if I'm, I'm scared or I don't know if uh, I just won't have a good time, but I just know I, I shouldn't go. That's the intuition. And so when you have those moments where you're not sure, is this something that you're ruminating on and worried about and can't like, oh, I can't, or is it like, hmm, that feels right. And I don't really even know why. I just know. I'm just check y'all's comments to see if you're adding anything. Uh, yeah, so Zora Neale talking about ancestors, intuition is a knowing. Exactly. Right, so Shade, thank you for that. Uh, Shade is saying in the comments, the only way I can tell the difference is that when the answer comes from my ancestors, it makes me feel calm in a state of peace. Like my shoulders unhunch. The breath is easier. The heart rate slows down. Um, Hood Botanica says it feels like something drops in, in my head. Exactly. So your ancestors aren't going to give you something that's like, <clears throat> now granted, Sometimes our intuition tells us to do things that we may not necessarily want to do, but it doesn't come from a place of anxiety. And I think if you are someone who deals with anxiety, which I'm hard pressed to find somebody who ain't got anxiety these days, how does your anxiety make you feel? How does it show up? You know, pay attention to how your anxiety shows up typically. And then pay attention to when you're not anxious, but you feel that knowing, then how, how do you show up? Then what does your body do? So this is really a practice of being mindful, being mindful of your body, being mindful of your breath, being mindful of how things make you feel, being mindful of, as folks are saying, how your shoulders hunch or unhunch, how you're breathing. And that's such a good point, uh, Marcel, in the comments. I feel like the anxiety comes also from the resistance, so not accepting what you saw or felt. So sometimes you can be like, okay, I feel like, 
I need to go back to school. But then you're like, oh, go back to school. That means I got to apply. That means I got to do it. And it's like, hold on, babe. Let's just go back to the knowing. You feel like you should go back to school. Everything else can be dealt with. Everything else can be worked through. Everything else, you bring in your family, your tribe, your people. You talk through it. You journal. Journal, 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 journal. Journal in front of your altars, y'all. Journal in front of your altars, I'm telling you. You be getting spirit messages. Um, and shout out, lost my train of thought. <laughs> oh yeah. And then you, you, you done did too much going back to the thought of, I feel like I need to leave this program and let that be what you know. And then you deal with the rest later. And again, I think I've talked about this on the show before, a, a wonderful way to help deal with anxiety outside of, you know, general therapy, going to therapy, talking about it. If you need to be on medication, I look, I used to be on meds, like Western pills, girl. I was on pills because I needed it. I was severely depressed and anxious. So I was on medication. Um, but outside of those methods, take you a white bath. You don't know how many times in readings that I give people, they just need a white bath. That is I feel like everybody who comes to me for a reading needs a white bath. If you haven't, if you've had a reading with me and you didn't get a white bath, you, you was lucky, <laughs> not lucky, but you just, it's very rare. It happens, but it's very rare that you're not going to get a white bath. So how to do a white bath? I'll say this is a white bath is something that I like to do after I take my regular shower or bath. So after you clean yourself physically, then you're going to want to get a bowl in it. You will add, um, cool water. You will add a milk, any kind of milk. Now, I personally like coconut milk to do white baths. I find that they are, um, I find that they're helpful. I find that coconut milk, and specifically in the Orisha tradition, which is one that I practice and follow, coconuts are used often to sort of cleanse our head spaces in different types of ritual. Coconuts, coconuts come up a lot, specifically um, when I was in Lukumi, which is the Cuban form of Ifa, the Cuban way um so cool water for your white bath add some coconut milk in there white flower petals any type of white flower picking some petals off putting that in your bath and then i like to add a splash of perfume or some type of cologne or uh, florida water anything like that anything that's kind of sweet smelling and uplifting that feels good smells good to you and that's it you have that in your bowl you take your bowl you pray over it these prayers are going to be centered around your mental health and your healing because this bath is for our mental health this bath is for our anxiety this bath is for our depression this bath is for um so that we stop telling ourselves this so that we find some clarity that we find some clarity in our heads um and then um, you dump it, dump it over your head. Now, I recommend not actively drying off as you normally would after um, your shower or something because you want to let the bath penetrate your spirit. You know, I say like you want to let it seep in, you want your spirit to suck it up. So air drying is best, I think. You could also um, pat dry. You can take the flowers out of your hair, of course, and, and, and that, but don't do the bath and then like, all right, let me go and wipe it off. <laughs> like, don't do that. Sit for a minute. Breathe. Process. I definitely think air drying is, yeah. Air dry. Yep, soak it all in. And then, boom, that's how you do a white bath. But yeah, I hope that was helpful. I'm going to check the comments around intuition versus anxiety. 
Um, Danito Too Smart says, I love journaling in front of my altar because of this. Because there's automatic writing. Yes, yes, yes. Automatic writing also comes up in divination for people a lot. I'm like, you need to write in front of your altar because your ancestors are trying to talk to you through writing. Especially for writers. Not necessarily, but especially for writers. Hmm. That's why my ancestors had me drinking coconut milk. I feel like if you've seen a lot of coconuts or things like that, you should probably go and do a white bath if you've been seeing signs. Shonda says, I add cascadilla to my white bath. Yes, that's actually a wonderful, um, that's a wonderful ingredient, cascadilla. I add cascadilla to my white bath too. I forgot to say that. You don't have to. You can play around with the ingredients generally, but that is a good way to, to do that. Uh, cascadilla is a, a ground up eggshells. And they sell it at many botanicas. And um, you can also order it online. And it looks like chalk. Like it comes in like a little... Um, I don't have my cascadilla over here. I would show y'all. It looks like a little ball of... little round ball of chalk or something. Um, it's also called Efun in uh, the Orisha tradition. That's the, the Yoruba. Is it oh, Yoruba? I believe so. Efun is the Yoruba way to say cascadilla. Cascadilla is the Spanish. Um... Definitely going to be writing in front of my altar more. Yes, Zora, you should be. Okay. All right, so y'all feel clear on that? You feel like we can tell our intuition now? Pay attention to how you feel. Be mindful. This work is a lot about being mindful. It really, really is. Intuition don't come with no feeling. It's just you know. You just know. The feeling might come after, but what is the feeling? Hold on, y'all. <laughs> break inner knowing baby Lelisha I always see your name and I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right is it Lay Lelisha oh I'm drinking Cat Bernay <laughs> This uh, local <laughs> vineyard in Maryland <laughs> is called Bordy's. Cheers! Lately, okay, cool. Y'all got y'all, y'all got, uh, y'all juice? Come on, vodka! Shawty <laughs> I'm drinking vodka. I just need a little sip in my, my throat. All right, so that is their Heal Yourself. Um, y'all asking questions, save your questions for the end because I'll, I'll answer some questions for you. <clears throat> it's hard for me to uh, look back and forth now, but if you have questions, I'll leave some time towards the end to answer. Y'all are over here drinking, honey, <laughs> and we love to see it. Okay, let's go into Juju for the Culture. So, whew. Now, there, I don't know if y'all have seen it, and I'm going to say I haven't seen it all, but there has been a lot of mess going on in these spiritual streets, and for my newbies, y'all need to know that, because, and not newbies, we need to remember that there's always a mess going on in these streets. There are people out here who are beefing. There are people out here who are hexing each other. 
there are people out here who are really doing a lot. Um, and it's a lot going on and I don't even know everything that's going on, but I keep seeing people talk about things going on. <laughs> like I keep seeing like, oh, did you see that? Oh, did you see that? Oh, spiritual Twitter's going off. Oh, spiritual Instagram's going off. Oh, it's this. Oh, I heard somebody throwing this at somebody. Oh, I heard she hexed it because somebody stole clients. Oh, I heard it's all of that. So I know I have a lot of people who watch who are new to this work, new to this life. First of all, I want to implore you all to you follow who you follow you 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 listen to who you listen to you trust who you trust but please you cannot trust everybody everyone is not here for your spiritual benefit this work you have to understand and i think y'all know spiritual work is lucrative 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 i don't know if anyone has ever like done a you know the spiritual uh spirituality is worth one billion dollars like the hair industry is worth like a billion dollar industry i feel like if if the spiritual spiritual stuff is not a billion dollar industry it's gonna be because a lot of us are in the moments and right now we're reclaiming our ancestors i think are calling a lot of us at the same time and so when our ancestors are calling a lot of us to this work, to ancestral work, to ATRs, to whatever kind of spiritual practices that you have, that means that a lot of people are going to um, be involved in it and capitalize off that. And it's not wrong to capitalize off of it because it's work. And as I've said before, there was a time in history where the healers and the mediums and the root workers and the conjurers and the OBMN and um, the priests and everything else were taken care of. What I mean by their community, what I mean by that, they have foods, they were given rides to places, they were given, um, they didn't have to pay for nothing, you know, they were given money, they were given offerings, they didn't have to worry about any of that because those people dedicated their lives to serving the community. So the community served them back. And if we are saying that we want to um, decolonize our spiritual practices, at least that's what I'm saying, if we're saying that we want to decolonize our spiritual practices, we actually have to start doing that. Now, of course, the lay of the land is very different now. Of course, um, people aren't necessarily, the village people ain't coming to your house and bringing offerings and, and cakes and candies and foods and stuff. But what are the little ways that you can show that your spirit worker is able to, that, that you appreciate them? And I'm not saying that because I want y'all coin. I'm saying that just because it's real. Um, and it's not towards me. I'm talking about whoever you may practice from, whoever your godparent may be, whoever, whatever. Um, but anyway, my point around that is, so spiritual workers got to eat is what I'm saying. We have to eat, you know, we have to charge for things. We have to, you know, charge for our readings and it might seem like it's a lot and we have to charge for our products. And you might be like, but you just giving me a candle with some herbs in it. Why is it so-and-so dollars? Because you can't tell people how much to charge for their ashe. Our ashe, our power, our gifts, it costs, you know, a lot of times my spirit won't work. You know, if I don't, like if I do readings in person, which I don't do often, so. <laughs> but like if I do a festival, which I don't do often. But if I did, um, people have to pay me up front because my spirit's not going to talk. <laughs> my spirit's not going to talk if I don't get the money first. And then my spirit's like, okay, you're paid. All right, boom, 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 boom. So don't, see, I'm living in Baltimore City. Y'all hear the uh, sirens. <laughs> Let me drink to make sure everything is okay. 
Yeah, Leslie, we have to pay our spirits also. Like, these spirits get paid. So a lot of times when you're paying us, you ain't paying just us. So anyway, I'm saying that to say, it's a lot of mess going on in these streets. It's a lot of this person doing that, this person doing that. And really, I try to stay out of that because it's really none of my business, first of all. Um, and that's not where I want to expend my energy. I want to expend my energy with people who are committed to hoodoo, who are committed to ATRs and wanting to learn. That's where I'm using my energy. But I, I want to implore y'all to do your research. Do your research. Do your research before you call anybody an elder to you, before you say anyone is your godparent, before you um, say that you buy workings from particular people. Do your research. What do your ancestors say? Following your intuition, now we know we're able to decide who our intuition is and, and what's our anxiety. Use that to be able to decide, how do I feel about this person? You know, I see this person um, always arguing with somebody. That's cool. Maybe you're trying to get more into your left hand work, your shadow work, your, your whatever. So maybe you need to boss up a little bit. So maybe you do want to learn a little bit from this person around how to boss up. But... Is that somebody that you want to call an elder to you? Is that someone that you consider an elder? Like you should not be looking towards anyone. Someone said this on my Facebook today and I can't uh, remember who it was or I would like say her name, but she brought up a really good point. And it was that, oh, someone bought a hat. <laughs> Two people bought a hat. Thank you. <laughs> um, you should not call anyone a spiritual teacher or elder to you or godparent if you do not, if they do not walk in a way that you want to walk. You know what I mean? So if like you should see their life and be like, okay, this person feels like they're living a solid grounded life and I'm looking for a solid grounded life. So I'm going to study or, or listen to or research or do whatever with that particular person, because that person is something that I would either aspire to being, or they pull something out of me. That's unique to me. That makes me feel good. When you see people always involved in some mess, that's not, I mean, it's no shade. I mean, sometimes we love a little mess. At least I do. I love tea. I love tea. I love tea. I, I get it. You know, I'll be looking at stuff, whatever. But is that someone that you want to call an elder or a godparent? I don't know. You need to ask yourself that. And you need to always check in with your ancestors first. Always. Uh, uh, Zora said, read them reviews also. Read people's reviews. How are their clients? How are your, how are their clients' lives? How are their, um, relationships, you know, with people around them? What are they talking about? Are they talking about things that are uplifting? You know, cause I had a client in a divination the other day tell me that she paid someone $600 to get a root off of her that was never there. First of all, because we found out in divination, that root was never there. She paid someone $600 to get a root off of her. And even after she paid the $600 to this random woman, well, she wasn't random. I mean, I think she's like a, a some some spiritual person. Some, like, maybe like a, I think she was a YouTube personality. And I don't know who it was. She didn't say. The woman didn't even send her all of the supplies that she needed. So even if she did have the root on her, she didn't even get the, she didn't even get the, all of the stuff that she needed to be able to get the root off of her. Granted, the root was never on her, so she was okay. But it was like, baby, $600? Like, that, that's a lot of coin. And so we have to do, because people will, a lot of us who go for readings and a lot of us who are reaching out to people for spiritual work are generally in 
desperate moments. And I typically don't like to read people when they're in desperate moments, which is why I actually like sometimes that I be booked out because people will book a session with me and they're like, oh my God, I'm in the midst of a crisis. But like you actually, based on my schedule, probably won't be able to talk to me at least until at least three weeks, four weeks. So then once I get to talk to you three or four weeks later, you're like, I'm actually not in the crisis. I actually was able to deal with what was going on. And now I have some questions because I'm I'm in a clear head. But people who like just, uh, maybe their schedules aren't built like mine or whatever, people will see that you are desperate. And then people take from that. They see, they feel the desperation. They feel you really want to be in a relationship. You need some type of attraction oil. You need some type of attraction stuff. So baby, I can give it to you tomorrow. I can give you, if you just send me $400, we can work it out now. And this isn't to say that that work isn't powerful. Some people's work might be $400, but you're going to get that partner that you want. That's not to say that everyone who's uh, charging expensive is, is a fraud because that's not true because Ashe is a lot. Spiritual work is a lot of energy. Like I said, we got to pay spirits and all that. So that's not it. But when you were going so desperate, just willing, people see that and they feel that and they'll take from you. And so I'm just saying that you need to be careful because this business is a business. At the end of the day, people are trying to feed themselves, they're trying to feed their family and people scam. People scam. I'm looking at y'all comment. Um... I also, now this was an interesting point. I posted on Instagram the other day and I said, um, and I, and I tweeted too. I was like, you know, for me personally, I'm not buying no juju work from anybody who I haven't seen evidence of that juju working. So for me, if I wanted a money oil from someone, I want to buy my money oil from someone that has money. <laughs> like me personally, cause I'm going to bring in some nuance in a little bit, but to start, I am not, um, buying no money oil from someone who ain't got no money. Call it what you want. I think that that's not what I'm doing because I think it's important to see, like I said, evidencia. You know, we need to see the evidence you're selling money oil. How, are you able to keep a dollar? What's your bank looking like? How, what's your place looking like? What's your clients looking like? You making come to me oils? Do you got niggas? Did you have niggas? Are you able to get niggas? You know what I mean? I want to see receipts. Exactly. Saying I want to see receipts. Now to complicate it a little bit. I saw a very interesting post um, from an elder and who is basically like, it's not necessarily about what you see for a person because some people who are spiritual, they got really strong, really strong juju. They could be living in a shack. They can be, they could be living in a hut or some type of small space. They don't not living in no grand mansion. Does that mean that their juju doesn't work because they're not? And some people choose to live in, some people have choose choice poverty some people aren't allowed literally by their spirits or whatever allowed to sort of uh get a whole bunch of money so it does complicate it a little bit so this isn't to say that someone who you know lives in a shack can't do money juju 
But for me personally, and I think for a lot of people who are starting out, you should still see evidence because I wouldn't know to go to a broke man for money juju without evidence. So maybe that evidence isn't where that person lives, but that evidence is, um, but this person has a lot of clients who are doing well. You know, maybe the evidence is someone that this uh, person saw as a client then became a millionaire. Maybe the evidence is um, this person has wonderful reviews. The point is that you need evidence. Receipts. So yes, every person make money, juju, money oil doesn't need to live in a mansion or even have their own place or, or maybe could, could live in the projects. But for me then, I think that's asking myself more questions. Okay, so why is this person um, selling money oil, but they're not, um, they don't seem to have any money? Is this a spiritual thing? Is this so they don't know how to manage money? What is it? So it's not black or white. You know, everything is nuanced. It's both and. I think both of these things are true. But especially if you're just starting and because there's so many scammers. Evidencia. Come on, Noel. Show me the witch facts. <laughs> Show me the witch facts. Does this person have clients? Does this person... Is this person struggling? Is this person begging for clients? These are things to take heed of. These are things, because people can have good juju and also people can be powerful readers, psychics, and not be powerful workers. And that's cool. Everyone has, and a psychic can be a person living on the street. Excuse me. Psychics are broke and rich and middle class. Exactly, myself. Know your lane. Know your lane, cause you could be a psychic and not be a worker. You can see dead. You can talk to dead. You can read somebody's life, but you're not gonna conjure up nothing for them. Everybody can't conjure up something for somebody, and everybody who can conjure ain't psychic. So, this is discernment. That's what you need to be doing. Going to your ancestors and your spirits and asking for discernment. Remy said, I had a crackhead read me one time. Exactly. A lot of times, this is my personal opinion. A lot of times people who actually are um, addicted to different kinds of drugs are often trying to escape actually having a lot of spiritual power and not knowing what to do with it because we live in a society that doesn't support that um, kind of work. You know. <laughs> No Babalows in the DMs. Yes, that is an episode where I talked to Alafia about that. No Babalows in the DMs. Um, people should not be, I get this question a lot too. Babalows should not be soliciting clients. It is against moral code. And that is what a Iyani Fa, a priestess of Oshun as well, has said and said on my podcast. So I am saying it. Babalao should not be soliciting clients. They should not be saying, um, Olokun told me to tell you, no, in your DMs, no. Anyone doing that is, no. And that's a flag. These are things to be careful of. These are things to look at. Look at how people are carrying themselves. And not in a way of like, oh, this person's shaking their ass. You know what I mean? Like, not in a way that's, you know, I don't care what people do with they. I be shaking my ass. I be cursing. You know, it's not about that, but it's, but do you look like you can actually offer what you say? Is my point, and I hope that's making making sense. I'm looking at y'all's comments. 
Shonda said, yep, I found most conjurers aren't clairvoyant, audience, cognizant, or sentient. Um, that's real. It's interesting. A lot of the conjurers I know are, are hella psychic, but I would say that it's a lot of people traditionally who aren't necessarily psychic, but they can work a root, baby. They can work a root, baby. They can make something out of nothing. But they might not be able to see no dead, but they know. They're most likely probably clear cognizant because they know what to put together and how many days and how many days to pray and what prayers to say. And it worked. They can work a route. But how can we, Tarinda said, how can we find the reviews people, the views people don't post their bad reviews or failures? Right, that's true. Um, if someone doesn't have reviews, I would, it's, it's more so like, um, do you know anyone who has went to this person? Have you heard anything, whether it's word of mouth, um, not necessarily a post, um, but just seeing, just checking in, uh, Zora, I was just about to say, checking in with your ancestors is the first thing asking, what does your intuition tell you about this individual? Is it? Does it feel legit? Does it feel like someone you want to give some money to? I think if you're paying more than, um, let me not put a number on it, but I think if you're paying more money than you have for a spiritual work, you need to make sure that you're checking in because you're taking a risk every time. Now, some people, some people's workings are for you are going to be over a hundred dollars. That's fine. This stuff costs money. But if you're paying over $100, in my opinion, anything that I'm paying over $100 for, I'm going to be like, all right, let me, let me make sure, let me, let me see if I, you know, let me divine order something because I'm not, look. Okay? Um, someone said, watch, show all to talk, watch those that have more drama than reviews. And listen, let me say this. Some people are very gifted and messy. Some people are very gifted and messy. This is when the discernment, this is why you have to ask your ancestors. So it doesn't necessarily mean that someone who is in drama ain't got no power. But it's also like, I think in a general sense, why why you do that? Why you, why you always, you know, like, why one? That don't mean you ain't got no juju. And hey, someone could be involved in ju uh in in mess, but know how to work a route to get you some money. But you might not go to them if you want to clear your life up, okay? Because that person's messy. But if that person has a lot of money and it's messy, well, maybe you want to go to them to work a money route. <laughs> you know what I mean? Discernment. Go to them about what you feel, what you want. A lot of people come to me particularly for healing work. It is people who want to talk through things. It is people who need advices on self-care stuff. It is people who need advices on um, connecting more with ancestors. It's people who want to hear like affirmative things. That's my personality. That's who I am. That's what makes me feel good. That's where a lot of my gifts are. Um, so I can do that for people. Um, people don't particularly come to me and say, bitch, how do I kill my motherfucking baby daddy you know how do i beat not kill him but you know how do i beat his ass now i could tell you how to do that as well <laughs> but i don't think i'm read as that but maybe somebody who is messy or or is good with that or particularly does that um you will go to them and maybe that's the messy person so it's not i'm not saying that any of these people are good or bad but it's what works for you 
is what's going to work. Um, yes, the hungry pastor's water sign stuff. I'm fully a water sign. I'd be crying in my divinations. I'd be like, your ancestors just showed me how amazing you are and the trauma that you felt. And baby, you got you like, that's me. That's me. I'm a cancer. I'm a triple cancer. I have a lot of love to give. So people, I tend to read people who, who are looking for some type of love in that way an affirmation in that way. And for someone to be direct and upfront and clear, but with love, that's me. That's me. So looking at you all, <laughs> I'm gagging. Um, do I get a lot of earth sign as clients? I don't know. I don't be, it's so funny. I look at people's birthday and I don't be knowing what sign they are. So I'll be reading people sometimes and they're like, yeah, like that's because I'm in Aries. And I'm like, oh, I mean, I do know your birthday, but like, I don't know when Aries is. I'm not an astro girl <laughs> as much as I want to be. I am like an astrology girl, but not as much as I would want to be. Um, right. Check with your ancestors. F a review. Like somebody said, reviews ain't going to be, ain't nobody posting a bad review. As ancestors. Okay. So that's all I have to say about that. Any other questions about that particular topic? Right, Renderly. Good and evil has no bearing. What is that? It's relative. What is that? I said that on Inner Whole Uprising um, podcast that I was interviewed on. If you haven't listened to that podcast, I think it was really, it was a good, it was a great interview. Um, good. It was about like asking about good and bad. And I was like, well, I mean, what's good to you is bad to someone else. You know, what's good to Donald Trump is bad to me, but it's good to him, you know? So I, I can't speak in good, I, but I can speak in like Nagara said on the episode about Paulo, are you in my way? <laughs> and if you're in my way, then you become your, you may be against me or you may be an enemy. Are you in my way? I need to remove you. It's not about if you're good or bad. But you're, you're inhibiting something that I need to do. And so if you're inhibiting something that I need to do, then we have a problem. It ain't about you being good or bad. It's about you being in my way. One man's trash. Exactly. I better preach on here. Thank you, Chill. You're loving my hat. I am selling them again on itsjujubay.com. If you use the code HAPPYBDAY, you will get 20% off um, until December 1st. So thank you. Make Contra Black again, period period all right y'all um so now I just kind of wanted to do a little I don't know I guess <sighs> yeah we're, we're segueing. I wanted to just reflect a little bit because I'm a water sign I'm I just am a reflecting ass bitch <laughs> and talk a little bit about this podcast and encourage you so I started this podcast November 7th, 2018. So tomorrow is technically her birthday, uh, November 7th. But today's one, Juju Wednesday. So we had to put the show today. Um, and I started, I remember being on Instagram and making stories and being like, I feel like I need to start a podcast, y'all, about like the spiritual stuff and my ancestors. Like I was doing this work. I'm learning a lot. I'm meeting elders. I'm talking to people. And I feel bad holding it. Like, I don't feel good just knowing this. 
I feel called to tell people and I wasn't really a podcaster or anything. I didn't have the equipment. I'm not really a tech kind of person. Um, I was listening to a few podcasts at the time, two, I think. And I was like, and there were black women running those podcasts. And I was like, okay, I'm going to get a, make a podcast. So I just looked it up. I was like, okay, I'm going to go on SoundCloud and I'm going to upload some stuff and I'm just going to talk. And y'all know, I'm a, I haven't listened to my first episode because I'm almost embarrassed <laughs> because I know there was a part where I stopped it and I was like, y'all hear my radiator? That, you know, it was just like, I don't even know what it was sounding like. I don't know what I was talking about, but people seem to love episode one. Um, I haven't listened to it since I put it out and maybe I'll do that tomorrow. But yeah, I just felt this call and, you know, I had been doing spirit work for a minute for myself. And for my friends, and I was doing little divinations and stuff. But I was like, I don't feel right keeping this in. So let me go and make a podcast. And I don't I don't know who's going to listen. I don't know who's going to hear it. But I'm going to just do it. And hopefully this is a resource for people. And we're here. And I have 130 people watching me talk about this like see here's the tears and I remember I had just broken up with my partner maybe a month two months before and so I was feeling really lost I was feeling really shitty like I was feeling really upset um, with my ancestors too I just was like I didn't feel good and I lost my partner, who was like my everything. And yeah, so then I started this podcast because I just didn't feel right. I need to get some things out. And it just... It turned into a thing. And I'm so grateful to my ancestors. because I was working at the time. You know, I was going to work, but I would do the podcast. I was doing it weekly. Um, I just, I don't know y'all, like, I just been really, really blessed from this work and I'm so thankful that I listened to that calling from my ancestors that was like, baby, just do it. Just talk. Because I never would have thought, I never would have thought people were going to tune in in the way that they do. I never would have thought I would have like thousands of listens on episodes. I never would have thought that ever. Like ever. I didn't put this out for that. I didn't. I just knew I had to do something. And I knew, I remember sitting in my therapist's office, my old therapist that I had um, in, in Chicago. And I told her I had just broken up. My, I was just a wreck deeply depressed y'all deeply y'all my depression was like I've been in a hospital for suicide attempts bad and I was in therapy again because I was like I feel like I want to go again and so I know when I start to feel like that I need to find therapy I went to therapy and I said I just know there's something for me that's great and I know I'm not doing it 
and I need to figure out what it is. And she was like, and I hope she was like, we're going to figure it out, whatever it is. And then like a month or so later, I was like, so I started a podcast and it's cool. And I just, I don't know. I think my friends are just listening. And now like Rakeem is saying, I'm out here changing lives. How? Like, how did that happen? I was just. A regular, like, I mean, I still am like a regular ass bitch, but nobody was particularly listening to me about anything. Like my friends on Insta, my Instagram was my home girl, like my friends, like everyone's, most people's Instagram, like in my family, like I was just talking about it with my friends. I was talking about it on Facebook. I was in different groups on Facebook. Like I was practicing, I was a practicing witch <laughs> for sure. I was, I had my my spiritual work, I was in fire, you know, I had my Orishas, you know, I was doing hoodoo, but I was like, yo, I'm just holding all of this, I know it's so many people out here, like, I know that, and my ancestors kept telling me, like, this, this understanding that you're getting right now is happening to other people, and they need that information, and they need guidance, so you, you need to talk about it, and I said, no, I don't want to, I said, I don't want to, and I did it, and now I'm here. And the same way my ancestors said, okay, well, you need to take this to YouTube. And I've been saying, I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to. And here I am. So now I listen. Noel, <laughs> thank you. Um, Right, I be hanging off the bed speaking into a mic. And I get so many messages every day of people thanking me. And sometimes people say that like they were on their last limb. They feel like they didn't want to be here anymore. And they listen to an episode. And that is what kept them grounded. That is what kept them feeling strong. My uh, episode of my podcast help you feel like you didn't want to die. Like. And so I'm just so grateful to my ancestors. I'm just so grateful because it's changed my life. I've been, I quit my job. I quit my nine to five job. I was doing a podcast in my job. Ancestors said, leave your job. I said, now y'all are wilding. Now y'all tripping. I did the podcast. Now y'all niggas. Ugh. I mean, I call y'all niggas. I'm sorry. Now y'all, I've been talking about ancestors. They're my BFFs. Now y'all want me to leave my job with, who paying the bills? Who paying this rent? Y'all not. Y'all did. Who paying the rent? Who paying the rent? And they said, oh, so you don't listen? And then my job started getting more and more stressful. Baby, stressful. They was kicking me out of it. And I love my job. I love the people that are on my front. But, and I was doing good work. But I had to go. And, and I had to dedicate my life to this. And not just the podcast, but my spiritual work. And so I left my job and they said, so now you're going to do readings. I said, I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to. <laughs> and I went to Trinidad and in Trinidad, they kept saying so many things about, so you're going to start your readings. When you get back from Trinidad, you better enjoy yourself and shake your little behind at Carnival. And when you get back, you're going to do these readings. You're going to open up your schedule. And you bet I did because I was worried about money. And next thing I know, people be coming to me for readings. They don't just be listening to the podcast. People come to me for readings, y'all. I be shook. I be waking up like shook. Like, what? 
just bought a house. That was not what I, I just bought a house. And it's a beautiful house. And I feel good waking up and I've never slept as good as I have in my house. And I've made, I have a community. Like I have y'all. And so after my ancestors and after thanking myself, I have to thank y'all. Because otherwise I would be shouting in an abyss. And the love that y'all show me. I'm a cancer. I'm all about love and receiving love. The love that y'all show me. I wake up every day and feel like, why me? Like, how do I, how have I been so blessed to be able to know you all? How have I been so blessed to be able to connect with you? How have I been so blessed? And I ain't gonna say this work is easy. It's not, it's, it's hard. Some days I wake up and feel like shit. Sometimes I know that people out here don't like what I'm doing. <laughs> Sometimes I know that and I see people cursing me for what I'm doing. But I tell you one thing, I'm not going nowhere. I tell you that. I tell you one thing, I have a wonderful community of people, I tell you that. Loyal people, loving people, and not just to me, to their ancestors. And that's why I do this work because y'all want to connect too. We are learning together. I ain't nobody's... I know people say I'm an elder or whatever or, or whatever. That's cute and fine. We learning together. We are getting this knowledge together. We are decolonizing together. We are connected with our ancestors together. We are loving on our ancestors and healing them together. We are healing ourselves together. That's why the fuck I'm here to be like, y'all see me? I'm healing too. If y'all knew me when I was a mess, I was a mess. I was a mess. I was a mess. A mess, y'all. Like I can't. I have been in the hospital. I have. Tr I have tried to overdose multiple times. You understand me? This is not no. I know. I have a story. <laughs> I have a story. I have been through hell and back. And I get to wake up to wonderful DMs. I get to wake up and see a hundred people on my live watching me on live talk about this stuff. I want to thank you for following the call. Because if you found my podcast, whether you agree with everything that I say, it doesn't matter. Whether you do everything that I suggest doesn't matter. But the point of you finding this podcast was because your ancestors was like, baby, it's time for you to see us. And it's time for you to see your worth. And I'm going to make sure, and I'm going to make you see it for yourself. I'm going to make sure that you see your worth. Because you are valuable and you are worthy. And nobody else out here might tell you that. Society is not going to tell you that. Your job might not tell you that. Your your Maybe your parents might not tell you that. I'm going to tell you that you're worthy. I'm going to tell you that you have something to say. I'm going to tell you that you're valuable. I'm going to tell you that you have gifts. Because you do. You do. You're wonderful. You're amazing. You're beautiful. You're light. 
You are love. You are powerful. And don't let nobody and don't let the society and all the messed up stuff going on in this world make you feel like you're not. If you feel called to do something, do it. And it might not be spiritual work. It doesn't have to be. Everybody's not called to be a spirit worker. But you do the best thing that you're supposed to do. In the best way and the only way that you can. That is what I want my work to to say to you. I want you to know that you have people that love you. And even when the world doesn't love you, you have people who don't who who aren't even human beings who love you. You have people in other dimensions who love you. How powerful is that? And don't you want to know them? Don't you want to know them? Don't you want to feel them? Don't you want to get advices from them? That's what my work is about. It's about you. It's about you. It's about us. It's about community. It's about building each other up. You have elements. Thank you. No, you have elements who love you. You have deities who love you. You have deities that don't want to see you enslaved anymore. You have ancestors that want you to go on and be the best that you can be. We have spiritual allies. We have spiritual allies. Did you know the moon loves you? You know, did you know that the sun wants to see you win? Did you know that the plants have medicine for you? That's what my work is about. So I'm so grateful that if you found me, I want you to take that. That's what I want y'all to take from my work. Not everything that I say you're going to agree with. Not everything. That's fine. But you're going to do you to the best. That of your ability. That's what the fuck I want you to do. And I want you to know that if ain't nobody tell you that you was the shit that Juju told you so you can't walk around and keep saying that no more. Woo! Child. I can't believe my girl is one years old and I can't believe she's a Scorpio. Of course, she's deep. My I'm a Scorpio rising, so of course the podcast is a Scorpio. Mmm... Lately talking about beings who can move mountains for you. Love you. Don't you want that? That allyship? We always talking about allies of this plane. We always talking about doing things of this world. We talking about community. Yeah, of course we should build community with each other. It's very important. Community is not just limited to humans. You come from a community that's rooting you on on the other side. That colonialism and racism and anti-blackness and and patriarchy has tried to tell you that they are dead and don't matter and don't have a say or a place but before all of that you would have been right up with your people honoring those dead people and honoring the land that's why so much fucked up shit's going on now because we don't honor nothing we don't honor we 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 don't honor the land we don't honor our ancestors it's, it's a mess Trust now the people in power honor their ancestors. They're moving surely directly in alignment. People who had colonized their ancestors are still colonizing. They're honoring their ancestors. So it's time we honor ours. All of them. The ones that were loving and the ones that ripped heads off. Okay. Period. Y'all are the shit to me. Y'all the shit to me. And we need our people. We need our people. I talk about freedom. I talk about decolonizing liberation. We're not going to be able to do it without them. Our guides, we're not going to be able to do it without them. We're not. It's lost cause. We might as well go home, baby. 
and pour another glass of body body wine wake them spirits up our spirits been sleep y'all they've been sleep because they told us to put them away they told us that they were evil they told us our people were evil so it's time to say our people are evil so honoring the people who I'm a compilation of is evil bullshit. And I'm so happy that that message has been well received. And I'm so happy and grateful to y'all's ancestors for calling you. And I'm grateful that you listened. I'm so grateful that you listened. Your ancestors are so grateful that you listened. They're so happy. They're rejoicing. They're rejoicing. Conjure Chronic said, I just tweeted today, colonizer, stay colonizer. And that's what they're going to do. That's their job. So what's our response? What's our response to that? Okay, y'all. So we hit about an hour. Thank you. I'm not about to go. Um, I'm willing to answer some questions for sure. If y'all have questions about really anything. Um. Okay, so I see Danny Too Smart has a question. In regards to clear audience coming in, is it normal for your left ear to ring and make like hollow sounds? It sounds like a bunch of voices underwater and sometimes a distorted voice will come through. Um, so that's funny you said the left ear. My left ear rings when spirit's talking all the time. Now, it doesn't feel exactly like that, how you're describing it, but my um, that that is that is exactly what happens to me with my left ear. So... That is normal. It's so interesting when y'all ask, is something normal? Of course it's normal. It's normal for you, so it's normal. That's how spirit's talking to you, then that's normal. But yes, boo. Um, spirit talks to me through my left ear as well. Um, oh. What is automatic writing the hungry pout asked? Also, for clarity, I won't be able to get through everyone's questions. I know I won't. But I'm going to try to do what I see first. I'm going to just answer that intuitively. Automatic writing is just uh, opening up a notebook, getting a pen and some paper and just writing intuitively. You're not thinking about what you're writing. You're not judging what you're writing. You're just writing. Um, I mean, you could be typing too. I mean, it's 2019. But I really propose, I think people should just write. I really do. Antiquated Lemon said, damn, I really missed a lot. I had to write a paper. This will be up so you can come back. You can watch. You can, you know, that's totally cool. Oh, my goodness. Everything's moving so fast. Oh, my goodness. I was looking at a question and then the comments went so fast. I don't even know where it went. Someone said, I deeply hope one day I could pay you to write a book. Oh, my goodness. Actually, I do want to write a book one day. Um, no time soon because right now <laughs> but yeah one day pull your glass up baby Oku do you have any specific ways to better Bria Matthews um, to better your spiritual gifts um, being a medium I always say ancestors talk to you just talk to spirits even when you feel weird about it even if you're out just talk to spirits 
that response that you feel, any kind of uh, intuitive feeling that you feel, any type of energy in your stomach or something like that, that's them. Put out a glass of water and a candle and talk. And do it regularly. When I first started, trust me, I thought I was a fool. I thought I was wild. I thought nothing was happening. I was like, um, so I have a glass of water and a candle and ain't nothing happening. And I did that for months. And then I was like, oh, now I know my body. Now I know when I feel a tingle in my left ear, that's actually them. Now I know when I feel a flash of something in my head and it goes away real fast, which is so annoying. Because I'd be like, why y'all show me something so quick? I need to say it to the client. And then it went away. That's them. So because consistency. Uh, be voodoo or bay voodoo. Questions on obia. Baby, everybody got questions on obia. I got questions on obia. Obia is secret. Secrets. You're not going to find none on the internet. You have to find an obia person. And that, I don't know no obia people. It's hush hush. You know, obia in Jamaica is illegal. Someone said, do you have an altar for your ori? What's on it? So first of all, an ori is something that's practiced in the Yoruba tradition. Your ori is your higher self is a, just a, a, a simple way to, uh, to put it. Um, that's a bit reductive, but it's basically your higher self. Um, the orisha, which is a, a, a deity, more or less. The deity that we all have is your our ori. So before you worry about if you Oshun or Yamuja or, or, or Ogun or, or Shango, you have your Ori. And you should worry about connecting with your Ori. That's your higher self. That's your deep, in, in, uh, that's your, that's your, yeah, your higher self, your connection to the divine. It's not your ancestors, it's you. It's the power that you have. The Orisha that is a part of you. Um, so no, I don't have an Orish, an Ori altar, though some people in the tradition do have Ori altars. I have an Ori plant. So I have a plant that was fed, that was covered in, you know, it was a whole ceremony. I have an ori plant. So when I pray to my ori, I pray to my ori wherever, but if I'm home, I try to go to my ori plant and, and pray. So, but people who do have ori altars, they generally put pictures of themselves that they like. They uh, will maybe put some candles, just things that make them feel good. Flowers, similar to what you would put on an ancestor altar, but it's really about you and honoring you and your highest self. So whatever kind of makes you feel good and connected. Um, would be on an Ori altar. I hope that made sense. Ooh. How often should we honor our ancestors every day? And by honor, I don't know what you mean. I don't know if you mean specifically bringing offerings um, because you don't have to bring offerings every day. Um, think of your ancestors as if you had like, well, never mind. That might not be a good example. <laughs> But I think my ancestors every day, I talk to them every day, even if I don't sit and do a whole thing and bring food and do all that every day, every morning, I'm like, ancestors, so what's going on? You know, I just talk to them throughout my day. And so all of that is part of honoring them because I'm honoring them being present here. I'm honoring them existing and I'm, I'm uplifting their names and being grateful. Or sometimes when I look in the mirror, I'd be like, ancestors, y'all did that. <laughs> y'all did that. That's honoring them. Y'all did that. Y'all did that. Y'all gave me some beautiful brown skin. Like y'all did that. Y'all did that. Y'all gave me nice lips. Y'all did that. Like, that's an honor. 
So I talk to them every day. Um, Obia ain't for the public. It sure ain't. So much of our stuff ain't for the public, yeah. I talked to the ancestors at Carnival. Got a got a lot a ton of great messages. I talked to the ancestors at Carnival too. My ancestors were lit at Carnival, okay? Lit. What if both ears are ringing? If both ears are ringing, maybe that's how your spirits are talking to you. It depends. Confessions of a baddie. I was just talking about this. Sitting in front of your altar and I feel like it's working. We've all been there. If you have sat in front of your altar and been like, this ain't, this, I don't know. Is this real? I don't, I'm feeling a little wild now. Say me. Say me. If you felt like, if you sat at your altar and was like, I don't know about this. I don't, I don't see nothing. I don't feel nothing. I don't. Let me type me. Let me type me. Okay, let me type me again. Let me type me again. We're going to feel that. Don't let that stop you. When I first thought I was sitting here, I was sitting there like, baby. I mean, the very first time I sat in my altar, I got a lot of signs. But after that time, I was like, all right. <laughs> so you see all these knees, y'all? We are not alone. And for those listening, um, who are listening to this later and can't see the video, there's, the, the chat is filled with me's, okay? The chat is filled, and someone said, and I still do. So, we are in community with each other. It's, this work is not easy, sometimes it's difficult. Sometimes we feel like we don't hear, but remember, we have not been trained to, to listen to spirit. So, be gentle which is self be easy, which is self. We did not come out the womb and somebody said, okay, so this is how you listen to your mama. This is how you're going to listen to your daddy. And this is how you listen to spirit. Ain't nobody tell us how to do that. Unless you were blessed and lucky to come from a family who acknowledged spirit. Um, uh, thank you, Akela. Um, so we haven't been trained to listen to spirit. It's a whole different way of listening to a human than it is a spirit. Spirit don't talk to you like you're like y'all hear me right now. That's not how spirit talks unless that's how your gift shows up. Most of the time it's not. It's in the subtleties. It's in the subtleties. So you see all these me's and sometimes me, too, sometimes I'll be like, <laughs> and I'm grateful because I have the cards you know I have the cards I pull cards sometimes when I'm not sure I'm not clear I pull my coins out I pull my dice out sometimes we need other things we need tools to be able to connect um, I'm looking at the questions Victoria Salvador said, I remember you said something about a honey spell for hair. Can you talk more about spells for hair and beauty and how to formulate that? I don't remember talking about a honey spell for hair. Um, but a spell for beauty, glamour workings. I mean, honey is great for glamour workings. Good things for glamour workings are rose petals, um, candles. 
Damiana, D-A-M-I-A-N-A. Um, lavender catnip, C-A-T-N-I-P. Um, all of those are really good, really good glamour workings. You can make a bath out of those. You can make a jar out of those. Put a picture of yourself. Put them herbs up in there with some, with some, with a carrier oil, almond oil, olive oil, vegetable oil. Pray over yourself with a little candle. All of that is really good. I saw someone ask a question about um, comedic, comedic work. So I don't know much about um, comedic spirituality. And I would love to have a comedic priest on my podcast. It is definitely an African traditional religion. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I remember seeing that question, but it, it went away. But yes. Marcel has said, what's the best way to get knowledge about dice divination? How different is it from the tarot system? Uh, excuse me. So I really haven't been reading dice that long. Mm, well, I don't I actually can't think of how long it's been. It hasn't been super long. If it's probably maybe seven months I've been reading the dice eight months I got a lot of my information from a friend Satara and she actually has a blog oh I don't know if I can so if someone goes to Instagram if you let me let me find Satara's Instagram because she actually has a blog blog post about the meaning of the different dice numbers now granted um, so Tara and I, I think are, are egg bay, which is like society. So I think we have similar family. We have similar connection. We have similar understanding. So before she wrote this blog post, me and Satara were talking and Satara was like, well, this is what my spirits told me these numbers mean. And when she told me those things, my ears started ringing and my spirits were like, listen to her. That is what we, that is how we want you to interpret the dice. For the most part, I mean, I went back and talked to my spirits. Some things they changed around a little bit. Some things they amended. But for the most part, a lot of what Satara said really resonated with me. And I looked up some stuff on the internet about how to read the dice. And I was like, this ain't it. This ain't it. This ain't it. This ain't it. But Satara stuff, it was. Her 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 Instagram is I am S-A-T-A-R-R-A. I am S-A-T-A-R-R-A. And so she had, um... She had a, has a blog post on her website about interpreting the dice. And so I would recommend, I recommend, especially in readings, if you are looking to interpret the dice, that's a good place to start. Now, of course, you don't just take that. You look at it, you see if it resonates. I went through each number when, after we, her and I had a conversation. I talked to my spirits like, this is how y'all want me to interpret this? This is how you want me to interpret that? A lot of them remained the same. Maybe I changed like three things up a little bit. I added some more. Um, so don't just take that expound on it talk to your people about it but s-a-t-a-r-r-a -R -R -A. um that's my baby also so <laughs> so that is how i interpret it how is it different than tarot um people interpret their the thing about divination is that people interpret their cards and their dice and however how their spirits tell them so sometimes I pull numbers for people and I interpret them. They're like, oh, I never knew that's what nine meant. I'm like, well, maybe that's not what nine means, you know, in the in the ways that you, um, I'm shuffling cards. Maybe that's not the, what nine means to you or how you've read 
what nine means to me. But in this reading, when a nine comes up for you, this is what your spirits want me to say. Because they showed me how I interpret the nine. You know? Teresha said, I just set my altar up a few days ago and each time I've just cried. How should I interpret that, baby? When I first set my altar up, I think I cried every single time. I think I cried every single time, but not, not even just like, uh, I'm talking about <laughs> every time, every time, <laughs> baby, I was in tears. It's because you're, you are feeling the emotion, you're feeling spirit, your spirits are there, you're feeling the love, you're feeling the energy, it's a lot, you gotta get used to it. I have I don't boohoo every time now, but I used to boohoo, and I'd be like, I just love y'all so, oh my God, thank you so much. So that's how you should interpret it, you're in the right place. And you're healing, you're healing. I think actually a lot of your spirits, ooh, um, they haven't actually had a lot of opportunity to be vulnerable. And so, especially when you are in front of your altar, specifically you, that's an opportunity for them to be able to release their pain and trauma. You know? Where's David at? I want to shout out David really quick. Davey Wavy. I don't know what he put his name in on here, but this is one of the people that has been really supporting my podcast from the very beginning. And um, this is really random, but I'm just really grateful because this is like somebody who used to be in my DMs asking me questions about the altars and asking me questions about stuff and then really, really has like done the research, done the work on his own and, and was able to kind of set up his own you know, spiritual framework and talk to his ancestors and do his root work and all of that. And it's been amazing. So shout out to, um, David. I don't see him in here, but I just want to shout him out cause he just came to mind. I just wanted to say that I'm very proud of him and appreciative of him. Um, native New Yorker said, how do you know what ATR you should practice? Um, uh, trust your intuition. A lot of people ask me that in divination, and so I'm able to, like, provide that information. So a diviner could be able to do that if you had a question about a particular religion. But just look for someone who practices the religion and then um, see if you feel connected to it. Do your research about it. See how you feel. Um, because there's a lot of different calls. I've been called to, I mean, my ancestors have called me to so many different traditions. And just because the spirit calls you to a tradition doesn't mean you have to initiate into it. Like, I've been called to initiate into a few traditions. I also have my own autonomy, so I get to decide what those traditions are. But, you know, spirit sees someone who is gifted. Spirit sees someone who could be a part of a of something, and they're, they're going to call you. So whatever you feel attracted to, I would say, just do that. Also, David not here. I feel a type of way. <laughs> just kidding. Um, Arnica or Arnica Martin, thank you for asking that question. She said, what if, what about if you feel called to set up an ancestor altar, but you have no clue who your specific ancestors are, baby, you don't have to know. Now, granted, I know my grandfathers, you know, I know I have pictures of my great grandmothers and my great grandfathers. So I have some, I know my, I know some aunties who have passed, but when you think about it, y'all. 
it's ancestors who was alive before cameras was invented. You know what I mean? You don't got to know them. You don't got to know nobody. It was ancestors alive before people was writing names down. It's ancestors whose names was changed. It's ancestors who couldn't spell their names. It's ancestors. We don't got to know that's the technology. We don't have to know about that. You just got to know that you came from somebody, which we all know. That's enough. And if you keep at it, you'll figure out who they are. You know what I mean? Remy said, what things can we offer our ancestors other than the usual? Food, liquor, tobacco, etc." Well, what's the etc.? I mean, you can offer them prayers. That's an offering. Um, you can offer them incense. You can offer them, I mean, I don't know what the, I don't know if there's anything like that you wouldn't think. Flowers, right? Antiquated lemon, flowers, coffee, prayers, Upliftment. Oh my God. Yes. Diego. I sing to the, yes. Song song. I, when I tell y'all ancestors love, at least my ancestors love when I sing, I feel like I could, I, I could probably get by by just singing to them. They love when I sing. They love when I sing, um, a good Christian number. Come on, Ari Lennox. You sing Ari Lennox to your ancestors. That's cute. I've been eating whipped cream. <laughs> I love it. Come on, Davey said my ancestors are like the Clark sisters. Look, these Christian ancestors be loving their hymnals, be loving the Clark sisters, be loving my love, Amazing Grace. They love Amazing Grace. <laughs> I'm like, dang, can I say something else? <laughs> Okay, amazing grace, how sweet the sound, y'all. Damn. Who saved the ranch? Yes, okay. <laughs> um, flowers and rum. Someone just said that's good. Shonda said that. Akilah Mason, do you know of any male practitioners that are vocal on social media? A male friend of mine would like to connect with his ancestors, but is looking for a male presence in the community. I find that not a lot of men um, are in this work. I mean, typically, if we think about it, who be in the church? Women. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, none that, I don't know, babe. I mean, there's, is, are there men spiritualists? Yes. Um, but I don't, I don't want to just say somebody and then, cause like, I don't know, like, I don't have it work. You know what I mean? So most of the people that I work with trust respect our women actually so if someone has an answer to that question feel free oh duh I mean yes David um I don't know what you're looking for I don't know what your friend is looking for so 
Come on, order my steps. I love that gospel song. Noah said, order my steps. Order my steps in your word, <laughs> please. Order my steps in your word. My ancestors actually do like that song. Order my steps in your word, dear Lord. Oh, I forgot to do a whole part of my show, y'all. I will come back to this part, but I didn't talk about how you could donate. I talked all about how spiritual work is going on. We need to pay our bills. And I didn't say how to do that. Okay. So to support a little juju podcast monetarily, there's ways to support it. Otherwise, one way to support it is to listen. So thank you. One way to support it is to watch the live shows. You're doing that now. Thank you. Um, another way to support the podcast is through the monetary donations. Of course, y'all know I ask for $3 a month from those who are able to do that on the site Patreon, uh, P-A-T-R-E-O-N slash Jujubay. So patreon.com slash Jujubay is a way that you can donate $3 a month. That's $36 a year to this work um, to help me sustain myself. It is energy that we are exchanging with each other. Um, and so I'm always grateful for the energy of, of wealth that is that is shared um, I will probably just put a, a shout out in the episode, so I won't shout out my new patrons, but I did get a lot of new patrons. So if anyone did become a new patron or is a patron on the show, I just want to, uh, who is watching or listening, I just want to say thank you and I appreciate you. I appreciate you a lot. Um, you can also donate to my cash app, dollar sign, I-T-S-J-U-J-U-B-A-E, it's Jujubay, and then I am the Jujubay on uh, Gmail, uh, the Jujubay at gmail.com com for paypal but yes that is a way that you can donate to the show and of course to my patrons and those who have shared the energy of wealth with me i'm sending that energy back to you uh, for those who have become patrons who have do done the 36 dollars a year or even people who just hit me up on um on the cash app every so often with a little coin i'm sharing the energy of wealth with you and i'm sharing it tenfold um as you are sharing the energy with me i'm sharing it right back to you and as someone who has the um, the gift of the tongue, I'm speaking wealth and abundance over your life. And I'm speaking wealth and abundance over your life and healing and, and love over all of y'all's lives who are watching this, um, patron or not, because I appreciate you. Uh, if you're wishing the same for me, because I don't know if nobody hate watching. I hope not, child. <laughs> if you hate watching, no blessings, like. <laughs> Well, no, not psych. But, you know, if you're watching this and you, you're showing me love, I'm showing you that love back 20 times over, babe. Ain't no thing. I'm praying that you get what you need out of this life. Um, Where can you get real Jezebel root? So it's interesting. I actually just got a gift of Jezebel root. I've, I never bought Jezebel root on my own. Um, a client, when I went to Atlanta, bought me Jezebel root. And um, she got it from a botanica in Atlanta. So I think Original Botanica is a good place to get a lot of things. I know Witch Doctor Alex, Witch Doctor Alex, Witch Doctor Alex has a Botanica um, that's actually on Amazon. I don't really know how to find it. I have not purchased anything from that Botanica, but I saw him post it and, you know, he's working with Amazon to have a Botanica. So he may sell that. I'm not sure. Oh, Hood Botanica has it, period. Hood Botanica has it. Hood Botanica has it. Thank you for the donations. I appreciate you all.
David said, also, you said you don't do a lot of spiritual work, right? You still have extensive knowledge about all types of ways to work jars and candles and petitions. I would say so. Um, <laughs> the thing about me is that I haven't felt particularly called to do work, workings for people. Um, maybe that'll change at one point, but I don't think it will actually. I don't think that's quite my role, though I have done workings for people before. Um, I just, baby, I be calling myself a lazy witch. I say that in jest because I'm not lazy because I do a lot, but <laughs> just, I just want to be psychic. Like, I just want to be psychic. Like, I have a power of prayer. I have a power of the tongue, so I will speak over your life that I'm like, but go work a roof on uh, I could. I don't. But anyway, was there a question you had for that, David? Tarenda said, what about John the Conqueror? Um, what do you mean? What about it? Like where to find it? Um, I know Hood Botanica. I think I just saw it on the website. Um, John the uh hi John. Um Hoodoo Hussy who I have an episode coming out with very soon, it's already recorded, has um, a high John oil. A high John oil. And who else has high John? Original Botanica has high John. Big Liz. Big Liz has high John. Um, I should just have a Botanica child. JK. <laughs> How do you anoint Hi John? That's a great question. So first of all, Mr. Akub, I will listen to my episode. I don't know what number it is. It's called Hi John is that nigga. And I believe in Hi John is that nigga. Um, I talk about how to anoint Hi John. For the most part, you can put some oil on it. I like to spray whiskey. Hi John loves whiskey. Hi John likes smoke. So taking a little uh, cigar or something and blowing your smoke onto the root could work. Um, singing to a singing the blues, as Marcel said, that's all things that hide John. Think about, think about just a, uh, think about a, a man, just a smooth, a smooth cat, just a, just a black man. That's high John energy, just cool, just, just a funny dude, you know. He get the ladies, you know, but he cool. He, he He's about that revolutionary shit, but he also a ladies man. He also, you know, that's the energy. So anything that has to do with that, that's what you should give high John. But liquor, give him some liquor to spray it on him. Um, not Juju Botanica. <laughs> that's the name of my Botanica. Juju Botanica. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's hilarious. See, whiskey shooter, you so high jump. Look, child. Remy, can you use weed smoke for high John? I would stick to tobacco. Crystal asked, "Do all root workers work for everybody?" No, some people just root work for themselves, and that's what it's supposed to be. <laughs> They ain't supposed to work for nobody else. Episode 12. Thank you, ATL Princess. 
That must be my high John episode. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't use weed smoke for high John. Not to say that he don't like weed or anything wrong with weed. I just, uh, I would stick to the traditional. Um... How do I honor my ancestors by watering plant? Trixie Rabby said. Um, so like libations, libations are ways that we pour, we pour liquor, we pour water, we pour some type of liquid for our ancestors. Um, at the crossroads, we pour it outside, we pour it wherever. It can also be poured into a plant. Ooh, a Newport, yes. So when you pour that, uh, water into the plant you are also saying prayers for your ancestors when you're doing that you're saying because some people have plants as their altars especially people who don't have um they're not able to set up an altar space it's not safe they don't have all the materials that they want excuse me you can just have a plant that's your altar and so that's where you feed your spirits and that's where you uplift them the cards are out. I'm just, I play with my cards when I'm just starting to feel spirit a little bit. Um, just to do whatever. Saint said, plants have roots. Roots equals ancestors. Water is life, giving life to the lineage. You better go ahead now. Come on now. Come on, quote. Um... a card for the collective everyone who's listening everyone who's in the sound of my voice everyone who's watching me right now i'll tell you in a minute um someone said it just went away i saw it though the question was if i basically if i set up an altar for my ancestors in my boyfriend's house is his ancestors gonna get mad or the spirits of the house gonna get mad um mad relative now they're gonna probably want your their own lineage to honor them they're gonna be like now she over here honoring what well, is person over here honoring us now we where's our honoring so it's not gonna get mad at you they're not gonna hurt you for it no but they're probably gonna feel a type of way but that's not for you to hold that's for the people who are of that lineage to hold if that makes sense can y'all hear me someone said the audio cut out Can y'all hear me okay? Okay. So I pulled the card for the collective while y'all was talking. Look what we got, y'all. This is a beautiful card. I could cry. I'm so emotional. This is a beautiful card. I want y'all to interpret it. How y'all read this? Intuitively. I'm being a YouTube girl. How y'all interpret this card? I ain't gonna say it. I want us to work. Let's let's do the reading together. What this Ace of Hearts mean? This is for the collective. What it mean? What you think it means? 
David said, blessings, new love, emotional peace, happiness, Ashe. Who else? Noah said, seek out what makes you feel at home. Taylor said, blessings. Terinda said, love. Trixie said, wholeness, coming together as one. Love pouring in, self-love, one love, aligns. It's cute or whatever, new love, healing, a lot of self-love, new beginnings. Y'all are all right. Look at y'all, readers. Y'all are readers. You're right. This is about our personal power. This is about success. This is about taking the opportunity. This is about doing our self-love work. This is about our healing. This is about this energy right now that we're creating together. This is healing energy. Our ancestors are rejoicing. I feel it. They're so happy you're here. They're so proud of you. They love you. You are on the right path. Trust it. And especially to y'all who might be going through something right now. And I feel somebody, particular, a, a specific person who is going through it right now. I'm not talking about regular everyday woes. I'm talking about somebody who feels like they don't want to be here right now watching this live. You're going to be okay. You're good. Lean on your people. Y'all. Boundaries, Jordan's life. Okay, you need to be selfish in this work. Boundaries, make them flexible. You're here. This is about us. This is about the individual self. This is about all of us. We are all here together in a community, and we are all one and unique, and powerful and amazing. If you're listening to this, we pulled an Ace of Hearts card. Um, this is a reading for all of us who is ever in the the sound of my voice. This is beautiful. This is beautiful energy that we're sharing with each other. After this live, your homework is to write down what your manifestations are for this upcoming year in 2020. After you do that, get very specific about it and put it on your altar. Before, and then when you go to your altar, you thank your ancestors. You don't ask them for nothing. You write it down. You go to your altar and you thank them for already manifesting the things that you asked for. And if they don't manifest the things that you asked for, it's because they're creating something that's better for you. That's your homework. Ace of hearts. After you hear this, you need to do it. You need to do it. Y'all on tears talking about Maisha. Y'all know that's my baby. Maisha's oils. You know when the juju speaks for itself? Oh, yeah, that's my issues oils. Okay. Um. Yeah, y'all, we got the Ace of Hearts, baby. We're doing what we're supposed to do. We're in alignment, but you need to start trusting yourself a lot more. Some of y'all on here. I'm so happy y'all are enjoying the live. the The, the viewership has been pretty consistent. Davey said, this how you know you a car slinging root nigga for real because I be shuffling my out of nowhere mid-convo. All the time. Listen, I was at the, um, it wasn't the club, but I was at a, um, it was a little party or whatever, music playing or whatever. I'm pulling my cars. I'm drinking. I'm like, I'm shaking. I'm pulling out the cars. I'm talking to my homegirl. I'm like, girl, who is this nigga? Because like, I'm just reading. <laughs> Oh my 
my gosh, Shonda, don't be reading me, first of all, Shonda. Talk about, are you planning on doing multi-levels on Patreon in the future? Um, man, y'all be asking me for stuff that my ancestors been telling me to do and I don't want to. And then I'll be like, don't be using, don't be using my listeners as, 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 uh-uh. I'm not answering it, period. <laughs> it's like, no, I'm trying to get better. I'm trying to get on Hood Botanica's level with the Patreon because it's a, it's a way. It's a, it's a way to create community. It's a way to create resources. It's a way to get paid. Like, all of those things are true. I am. I just, I just haven't. I know. The answer to send to y'all, and I don't appreciate it. I don't appreciate y'all reading me. First of all, we, we, we didn't come here for that. <laughs> we didn't come here to get rad, baby girl. We didn't come here for that. Um, not at all. I know. Auntie Neffer is truly the patron. I mean, the Auntie be giving us updates. Her Botanica be giving us updates on the Patreon. Her Botanica be giving us courses. I am working on a course. I will say that. I'm working on a course. Um, about finding your purpose and I'm collaborating on it about spiritual entrepreneurship and, and finding your purpose but uh, we will talk about that more in a in a in the next um, episode I could do videos on fans only that's a good idea girl <laughs> should I still should I should I be consistent about YouTube videos should I be consistent about doing YouTube videos? Um, Noelle said ancestors-in-law, are they a thing? I mean, yeah, you have ancestors who can who love you, collective ancestors who maybe from your partner come through and be like, hey, boo. Yes. First of all, I don't know why I asked that question. First of all, after I asked, my ancestors were like, yeah. Yeah, okay. I'm the one who told you to get a Patreon? I don't even remember that. <laughs> Ciao. <laughs> okay. I will try to do more video content. It may not be podcast episodes, but I will try. <laughs> I should do a call-in show, and I really wanted to um, do it tonight, but it was just like, I don't know a number that y'all can call in. It was just, uh, it was a lot. Um, somebody bought a hat. Thank y'all for buying the hats. I'm so excited. I, the hats will go out again in December, so I'm not mailing any soon. The hats are going to be, this is a pre-order. Y'all think I started talking louder because I'm getting drunk. <laughs> You've been waiting for them, so you had to buy three. Who bought three? Samson! Thank you, baby. Oh, Google Hangouts. I do want to do a call-in show because I want to hear voices. I want to be like, hey, caller number nine. You're looking fine. What's up, heavy? You know? Yeah. 
Yeah. I I I'll, I'll try to stay on YouTube. David, we're gonna go live on IG. We're gonna go live on IG. So I have a Google Voice phone number already, but that's the number that I use for my that's my work number. So I feel like I need to stop uh, recording on the podcast episode because, I mean, I can we can stay live, but I think the show is over <laughs> because I'm like, um, rant, rant. Ooh, Serena, are you trying to drag me? Are y'all dragging me? First of all, y'all. Are you dragging me? Serena gonna say something. I hate when you say $3 or less for the Patreon. And then, who Botanica got the nerve to say can't stand it. First of all, I will end this. Y'all not gonna. Y'all not gonna play me, first of all. Don't forget the old people. We don't know IG. I do go live on IG every so often. Um, but I know. I, I That's why I wanted to do this on YouTube because I wanted to make it more accessible. I posted about it on Facebook and here and, you know, so people were able to come on and, and talk on uh, on YouTube. We love Maisha over here, period. And you know, one thing I have not been able to understand is I get beef. I get people calling each other out. I get beef. Beef is everywhere. Beef is not. People in the spiritual community are going to have beef. But I don't understand how there's not the love and support because we're all doing this work. I'm like, I have no problem saying, oh, go on to the Hood Botanica, do this. Go on to Maisha, go and do this. Go on to Sitar, go do this. Go to Hoodoo Hussey, do this. Go over here to David and do this. Like, get you a little car reader. You know, I don't got no problem doing that because why in the hell would I want a bunch of niggas coming to me? I don't. <laughs> if for nothing else, for if Mama Rue. Laylee, you know, why the hell would I want a bunch of niggas coming to me? I don't. <laughs> We're supposed to be doing this shit together. Y'all are fam. If I don't do that work, I know somebody who does that work. Go on over there and do that work. You know what I'm saying? Why the beef? What am I hex people for for having clients? I want them to have clients. I want us all to eat. You kidding me? And if you think that we all can't eat, you need to decolonize your mind a little bit because that's the thing. This whole like, it's the it's the same thing around. You got to be a good nigga. You got to be a good black. Got to be a good black. It's only room for one good black in the workplace. It's room for only one good dinner. That's not true. That's a lie. That's a lie, a lie, a lie, a lie, a lie. 
because people come to me, they, I have a certain way that I conduct my readings. I have a background in counseling and therapy. So my readings are very therapeutic. I have a, a, a friend whose readings are not therapeutic. If you need that straight, you need that boom, boom, boom. This is what it is. I, it really ain't about your feelings. I'm just telling you what the dead people are saying. That's it. You know what I mean? That's a lie. That's a lie. Ash. Ash Johns, is that you? Hi, Ash. Ash. Um, look, we all have our own ways. My way ain't gonna be the way that everybody else understands. But if you get that message message from Ash, you get it from David, you get it from whoever. Maisha, I'm happy you got the message. The fuck? <laughs> When I'm going to be mad for you didn't get it from me. That was for you to get. My delivery is not going to be everybody's delivery. Some people need that straight no chaser stuff. That's not. I'll give it to you straight no chaser, but I'm a little softer with it. My homegirl, Satara, she not soft with that. She going to be like, get in this. Any questions? <laughs> it depends, you know. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not doing that decolonizing. Sh I'm not, I mean, I'm not doing that colonized shit. It's only room for one of us. Are you kidding me? That's why we so burnt out now. Cause we think it's only room for one healer. How you gonna have one healer and a million people in the world? Foolish. Find your tribe, find your people who will resonate with you. You will have them. And sometimes we exchange clients. I have I have people who get readings from other people and then they get them from me sometimes because they need something else. And then when they're done with me, they go on back to their reader, whoever they need. They might need something softer. They might need it in a different way. They might need it how I, how I do it. They might, my client who I see regularly might need it how somebody else says it because they've stopped listening to me. Stop doing that. Even if you're not a spirit worker, we have to make room and don't, and I'm not going to sit here and act like it's not hard sometimes or you get caught up in that. I'm not going to act like I don't get caught up in it sometimes. Because sometimes that little stuff pops out like, ooh, but should I prefer because me? And then I got to be like, mm, hold on, that ain't me talking. That's that lie talking. That's being mindful. That ain't me talking. That's that lie talking. Go on over to this person and give them your money. Dave, I love you. You already know that. You're welcome. I appreciate you so much. I really do see as my little baby. And you know, let me tell you something about David. Davy Wavy Baby. Davy Wavy with the waves who's posting right now. David was one of the people in my in my inbox who I was like, all right now, boo. Please ask your dead people because I'm not gonna be answering questions all day. <laughs> Fully. I was like you don't be asking me this stuff. Don't be talking. Don't. And he listened. That's the thing. He listened. He, he listened to his ancestors. He went to his people. He talked to his people. He got a reading to get that one-on-one -on -one time and that clarity. And he did his research and he did his work and he found his tribe and he found his voice and he found the ways that he needs to do his stuff. And he got that affirmation and reading and then went on to do it. So it's possible. Like he's a good example of somebody young. I mean, I'm young, <laughs> but you know what I mean? Somebody young and who 
is listening to the call, felt the call, did is doing their research and just trying to figure it out. And it's precious. Yeah, exactly, Remy. Just a, it's a precious, hilarious baby. Right. Now, for as long as we're healing, I really don't give a, f a flying rat's behind how you get the message. Because, like I said, it ain't going to come from me. The people who need to hear my voice going to hear me. <laughs> That's just that on that. And if you just heard me to hear about somebody else, wonderful. Clink, clink. Mm. Nefer mm. The mm. said The people who tried to save everyone Ended up dead Baby Cause you can't say You can't save everyone And I'm so committed to You know I think of a lot about What's What's the white supremacy, what colonization, what this work has done for my relationship specifically to black people, but even more specifically than that to black women? Where has my relate? How has my relationship to black women been affected by the fuckery? And I think a lot of that is telling me that I have to be in competition with them. And that's one of the biggest things that I loathe about it, because. I don't ever want to be in competition with my sisters, but then I feel sometimes like I, I should be, or I have to be, or I feel pressured to be, or I feel um, jealous. You know, I'm not going to sit here and act like I don't feel those things I do. I ain't above that shit. I feel it all the time. Um, I'm going to talk about Rana. I'm going to talk about dream work in a minute. Um, I feel... It's hard. And I'm not just talking about in the spiritual aspect. I'm talking about in general. I'm talking about I go to a party and I see another beautiful person and I see someone also I'm attracted to and I'm like, oh, well, I got to be prettier than her because, you know, she, I'm the baddest. You the, what? That's one of the things I loathe the most about this work because we have so much power within us and we are just like, it's only room for one of us. We go to the workplace. It's only room for one of us. We in the spiritual world. It's only room for one of us. We try to get some attention of some nigga who probably ain't worth it. It's only one of us. It's lies. And so I'm always actively trying to decolonize how I'm in relationship to black people, specifically and black women, because I love us. And I'm not going to let that lie take over my life. I refuse. Right, we all get green eyed at time. Of course, it's natural, but it's important to practice that mindfulness, even though it is natural to be like, but my sis actually has her journey and I wish her well on that journey. And I have my journey. Was that a subtweet at some recent drama? Child, no. Who's the, who's the, child? I don't be knowing nothing about this drama. No, I'm just talking. Um. Yeah, right, capitalism. We, we have been told to compete, 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 colonize. Oh my God, y'all have been on here for two hours. I'm going to stop the recording on for the podcast. I can stay live for a little bit longer, but who's editing all of that? Not me. <laughs> 
I had to laugh at me just saying that and literally I stopped it. <laughs> so if you would like to see more, I stayed on for a little longer. You can go to the YouTube, subscribe to my channel and watch the live episode. Thank y'all so much for checking it out. Again, if you would like to hit me up for a reading or a divination or just to send me a message, you can go to my website, itsjujubae.com. And if you'd like to find me on the social medias, you can find me at Jujubay on Facebook. I'm It's Jujubay on Instagram. And I also have a podcast page called A Little Juju Podcast on Instagram as well. I'm also on Twitter at It's Jujubay. And let me just tell you, I am there to kiki and for the jokes. <laughs> I'm not just talking about spiritual stuff. I'm talking about everything on Twitter. Um, so thank y'all so much. I appreciate you. Happy birthday to a little juju podcast. We in this thing. I, I pray and hope for another wonderful year of content, another wonderful year of beautiful episodes. I promise to keep giving y'all more. I promise to keep giving y'all, you know, what feels good and what makes sense until it doesn't anymore. <laughs> okay. Until it does not anymore. So I say praise to the ancestors and big big love and remember all you need is a little juju see ya